Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Joy Rider Radio with your host, Sean O'Connor. Hey, welcome everyone to Joy Rider. Happy post Labor Day. It's a new month, a new season. It's certainly been settling in here on the East Coast. So I'm so excited tonight. I'm joined by a wonderful man who's based in New York City. His name is Zachary Koval, and Zachary is many things. He's an actor and performer. He's a coach. He's a fitness trainer, and he is also a dedicated vegan, which is one of the things that drew me to have Zachary on the show tonight. Zachary, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. We're excited to have you here, and like I said, you and uh, being a dedicated vegan was one of the reasons that I decided <laughs> to reach out to you to have you on the show. And uh, there's so many ways I'm sure you define yourself and, and being a vegan is just one of those pieces. But I thought there'd be an interesting conversation to have around it, um, given that it seems really core to who you are. And perhaps there's some intersections of that lifestyle choice with uh, joy or some lessons to be learned about joy from it. So yeah. thanks for being on with us. Yeah, definitely. So how'd you come to that commitment in your life to eating vegan? Yeah, it's kind of been a, a long journey. Um, started when I was probably around 10 years old. Um, I just decided that I didn't want to eat meat anymore. Um, I think it came from actually getting like a McDonald's hamburger or actually probably with a McDonald's, probably Burger King and seeing a, a blood vessel in the burger and then having a chicken nugget and finding something that resembled a bone and just having this like realization in my head that what I was eating was an animal. Um, and it, so no, it no longer looked like food to me. And so it was something that I just didn't want to have. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to consume. It just, it really just grossed me out. Um, I didn't see the difference between my dog or a cow or a chicken. And um, and so I was vegetarian for about 16 years. Um, I even had, had friends in college the first time I heard about what veganism actually meant. Um, that meant no, so vegetarianism is, you know, you're not eating any animals, but you still consume dairy and eggs. Um, and I met my friend in college who was a vegan, and a vegan doesn't consume anything from animals. Um and when I heard about her and her lifestyle and the choices that she was making, I thought, that's crazy. That's super extreme. There's no reason why you need to do that. You know, I'd never do that. Um, and then a few years passed, and I, I picked up uh, an animal rights pamphlet and started reading about how the dairy industry supports the veal industry and how cage-free eggs don't actually mean cruelty-free and there's really no regulation on any of that. And I, I realized that ethically I couldn't continue to, to uh, consume these products. So 
kind of started a slow, probably one or two year process stepping into veganism. And um, I got a job at a vegan restaurant where I actually had to be vegan to work there. So I decided that that would be an amazing jumping off place where I, I actually lied to get the job and said that I was already vegan, but took the steps right after that to become fully vegan and having a, a supportive community and having amazing vegan foods and the opportunity to, to talk and to share and um, kind of really supported me in that, in that opportunity. And, and the, the big thing that I really realized was that, that while vegetarianism was more of a diet, veganism is much more of a, a lifestyle. There's a whole lot more that it entails um, in terms of your thinking and in terms of your actions and, and the way that you live your life, um, which I kind of really took me by surprise. I thought it was at first just going to be, you know, not eating eggs and not eating dairy, but it actually extends even further out beyond that. Yeah. Can, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because that's intriguing, uh, you know, as a non-vegan, of course, I most uh, relate to it as just a, a diet in which yeah. you're not consuming products from animal, but kind of intrigued by what you mentioned about it's a lifestyle and involves what you're thinking and your actions and, and all that. I'd love to hear more. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess I would start off with kind of a preface and this is something that I've, I've learned along the journey. Definitely. Um, is that a lot of people think of veganism as black or white, you know, vegans think of it like that. Non vegans think of it like that, where you're either vegan or you're not. And, and I see it as much more of, um, kind of a spectrum. Like, so I base my veganism out of not wanting to cause suffering and trying to create the least amount of harm, you know, creating a negative there, but just to, to decrease my impact on others, other beings, other life forms on this planet. Um, and, you know, I think suffering is inevitable in a way. Like I'm walking down the street, I might step on an ant. Um, you know, things, things happen and there's animal products and all sorts of crazy things that you would never expect to find it there. And, and so it would be easy to, like, run away and, you know, live in the woods and be what the Simpsons called, like, a level three vegan, right, where you only eat berries and nothing has a shadow. But um, I'm much more interested in being in the world and interacting with people. And so it's not about perfectionism. It's not about purity. It's just about doing the best that I can. Um, so just kind of putting that out as a preface, um, the, the veganism as a lifestyle versus just a diet is, first of all, it's more than what I just eat, what I eat. So it's looking at what I'm purchasing. So am I buying animal products? I'm much more of a conscious consumer. So I'm looking at, I'm not buying products that are made with leather. I'm not buying products that are made with wool. Um, again, I'm not driving myself crazy, like looking at every single detail, but doing the best that I can to live a conscious lifestyle. And once you start stepping into that, that place um, of almost being counterculture in a way, like it's so... It's so cultural and so ingrained in us that, you know, shoes are made out of leather and coats are made out of wool and we eat meat and that's just how things are. But as soon as you start stepping out of that and you start actually questioning, like, why do we eat this? Why do I need this? Um, it kind of makes you look at a lot of different things and things, ways of looking at the world and ways of interacting with the world and things that we do that we just kind of take for granted. Um, and, and it gives you kind of a new outlook on things. It sounds to me like, one of the effects of really integrating that lifestyle is that you end up going through the world, I guess, with some more intention or your yeah. eyes open more than they otherwise might be. It's almost like a, 
a just a practice that when you really bring it into your life kind of forces you or causes you to to live that way more open eye yeah yeah definitely there's there is intention in in every you know bite of food that I eat and every product that I buy um, and and I think one of the the downsides of how veganism is presented to the world is it's a lot of people think about, oh, vegan, that means that I can't have this and I can't have that. And so it's, it's a diet, it's a lifestyle of I can't have that. And that's not appealing to anybody. But looking at it, yeah, like you said, is it's actually, it's fulfilling me because I'm, I'm setting intention and I'm really fulfilling my values and my ethics and my personal way of being and belief in the world with every, you know, every bite, every, you know, three meals a day. I'm doing something that's, that's almost ritualized in a, in a way because it's, it's really allowing me to reaffirm my belief system um, and the way that, um, yeah, I interact with the world. Yeah. What do you think the joy connection is? Like what, where, what about it maybe brings you joy or gives you access to it? Anything you see there? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, it, is, it is such a life of intention um, that, you know, it can start off kind of complicated. Like it's, you're re rethinking things, you're reorganizing, you're, you know, we're, we're taught to eat a certain way, and so to, to step out of that way, like, it can be difficult sometimes learning how to navigate the world like that, but once, I don't know, the, the pattern or the habit or, you know, that starts setting in, it just, I think it just becomes really joyful to be living this life of intention, to know that I'm living within my value system, to know that um, I'm having a positive impact on the world, um, and that just that just feels amazing. And then just I mean the the, the byproduct of, of veganism that I found like you know I, I come at it from an ethical place, but it's also there's health relations or it's related um, in terms of like living a healthy lifestyle, um, and that's something that's very important to me as well as being kind of shown to be very good for the environment. And so just again knowing that, that every action I'm taking not only is it coming from intention, but it is leaving the better uh, the world in a better place. It's, it's um, having a positive impact on the world um, brings a whole lot of joy to my life. Yeah, I can see that connection. Just having that intention and of reducing suffering and leaving the world better. Uh, I get that. I get that. How it can sort of intrinsically give you access to joy? Yeah, and I think it's also like a lot of a lot of what we we do in terms of consuming. You know, products are consuming food. We don't. We kind of turn off a little piece of our brain about like where it comes from, like in terms of sweatshops, or in terms of the impact that we have. And so, on one hand, it can be heartbreaking, like to actually open yourself up to that and to to look and to see that and understand that what we buy, what we purchase, has an impact on the world. And so that can be really hard. And I think that's why a lot of people shut it down and they don't think about it. <clears throat> Um, but then on the other side, to to know that you're actually again having a positive impact with with your action, with your purchase, um, it you know you get the whole the whole realm of experience. You can't have joy without the heartbreak. You know you have to have both sides. Um, yeah, and it's, it's a difficult thing to balance, but it's I think it's really important. You know, there's uh, a lot of people say follow your well, Zachary, follow your bliss. I'm, yeah, sure. We're gonna pick this up in a couple minutes when we come back from this break so sorry to cut you off and thanks so much for being here with us we'll talk to you in a few
The richness of your life is reflected in the shimmering elegance found at D.O. Loon Design. One-of-a-kind jewelry and pieces from Cynthia Dillon in silver and gold help to express your unique personality. The flowing designs of her creations will empower the way you move throughout your day. Join us online at dioundesigns.com. On the Internet, your business's reputation can be unjustly destroyed in an instant. Don't wait for that to happen. Building and marketing your five-star reputation can increase your business by as much as 19%. Take control of your reputation and have the five-star reputation you deserve with Reputation Marketing Solutions by DSI Development. Become the go-to company by visiting 5starrepmarketing.com. The number 5starrepmarketing.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. Has your business been appified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Appify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. 